This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative Episode 154 A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer Bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1988. Empty Nest premiered on NBC on October 8, 1988 at 9.30 p.m., a spinoff from The Golden Girls, which would go on to spin off another series called Nurses. Richard Mulligan stars as Harry, a pediatrician whose wife passes away, so his two adult daughters move back in. Carol, Dinah Manhoff, the older daughter and a recent divorcee, and Barbara, Christy McNichol, an undercover police officer. Harry has a BFF and neighbor Charlie, David Leisure, a womanizing cruise ship employee. At the hospital where Harry works, he's assisted by wisecracking nurse Laverne, Park Overall. Over the course of the series, Carol has a long relationship with Patrick, Paul Provenza, and they have a child after they break up. McNichol left the series and was replaced by Emily, Lisa Raffel, an older daughter who had been away at college. Harry retires, then goes on to work at an inner-city clinic run by Maxine, Marcia Warfield. Estelle Getty's Sophia, post-Golden Girls and unsuccessful spinoff The Golden Palace, moves into a nearby retirement home and becomes a recurring character. And of course, there's Harry's large dog, Dreyfus. We covered Richard Mulligan in episode 46 for The Hero, Paul Provenza in episode 149 for The Pursuit of Happiness, Estelle Getty for The Mothership series, episode 128, Lisa Raffel in episode 150 for The Thorns, and we'll cover Marcia Warfield when we get to her better-known series. Dinah Manoff is the daughter of actress Lee Grant and started getting TV guest roles in the mid-70s. After appearing in the film Grease, she got a recurring role on Soap, where she played the daughter-in-law of Richard Mulligan's character. She won a Tony and Theatre World Award for I Ought to Be in Pictures and reprised the role in the film. Other films, Ordinary People, Child's Play, Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael, along with a guest role on State of Grace. Krista McNichol started as a child actress in commercials, some with her brother Jimmy. After a few TV guest appearances, she got a regular role in the short run Apple's Way. This was followed by a much longer run in TV drama Family. She moved into films The End, Little Darlings, Only When I Laugh, The Pirate Movie, Dream Lover, all before her run on Empty Nest. More films, You Can't Hurry Love, Two Moon Junction. One of her last roles was in 1998's Invasion America series, Voice Work. She retired in the early 2000s and later came out as a lesbian. David Leisure's first acting role was in the film Airplane, playing the Hare Krishna rep at the airport. He got the role partly due to agreeing to shave his head. He was also Robert Hayes' roommate at the time. His big success, though, was in commercials. Joey Suzu would make over-the-top claims about their cars. The popularity of the commercials led to Empty Nest. Much later, he would go on to soaps. 
Young and the Restless, General Hospital, Days of Our Lives, along with a lot of TV guest roles, and films You Can't Hurry Love, The Brady Bunch Movie, and Fallout. Park overall is the daughter of a judge and would go on to run for U.S. Senate in a 2012 primary campaign. But before that, she appeared in films Biloxi Blues, Mississippi Burning, Kindergarten Cop, The Vanishing, and House of Cards. Overall also had regular or recurring roles on The Critic, voice work, Katie Joplin, Ladies Man, and Reba. She would be nominated for three Golden Globes for her role on Empty Nest. Empty Nest had an interesting route to series. There was a backdoor pilot on The Golden Girls, but with a different concept. Paul Dooley and Rita Moreno played neighbors who were now empty nesters. David Leisure played the neighbor there as well. Moreno was quoted as calling it a very, very bad show. So it was revamped, and we got the Mulligan series using the same set as the original pilot. Show was a hit for NBC, running for seven seasons, with the first four in the top 30, 3.0 on the Bazinga scale. All of the Golden Girls made appearances in crossover episodes, and during season four, nurses spun off with more crossovers. As noted, Christy McNichol left during the run. She'd been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and her final on-screen appearance was in the final episode. Mulligan won an Emmy and a Golden Globe out of three nominations each. The series ran in syndication for several years, then disappeared for a long time prior to the advent of the Diginets. I found an episode on YouTube. The opening theme is Peppy, an earlier version is slower. The show screams, produced by Susan Harris. Carol is quirky. Barbara gets grilled by a rival for a position on the police force and then is forced to suck up. Laverne lays on the southern accent as she tries to set up Harry on a date. We've made it to another Milestone series, one that continued the grand tradition of blue-collar sitcoms like The Honeymooners and All in the Family, with a major change in outlook. The mother is in charge. Roseanne premiered on ABC on October 18, 1988, at 8.30 p.m. Meet the Connors. Father Dan, John Goodman, a drywall contractor. Older daughter Becky, Lisey Gorenson or Sarah Chalk. Younger daughter Darlene, Sarah Gilbert. Young son DJ, Michael Fishman. And matriarch Roseanne, Roseanne Barr Pentland Arnold Thomas. There's also Jackie Harris... Lori Metcalf, Roseanne's sister, Crystal Anderson Connor, Natalie West, Roseanne's BFF and later mother-in-law, Nancy Bartlett, Sandra Bernhardt, part owner of the Lanford Lunchbox, Roseanne is also an owner, who later comes out as a lesbian, Leon Carp, Martin Mull, another partner of the Lunchbox, who later marries his life partner, played by Fred Willard, Ed Connor, Ned Beatty, Dan's father, Bev Harris, Estelle Parsons, Roseanne's mother, Jerry Garcia Connor, Cole and Morgan Roberts, Roseanne and Dan's later son, Fred, Michael O'Keefe, Jackie's later husband, 
David Healy, Johnny Galecki, Darlene's later husband, Mark Healy, Glenn Quinn, Becky's later husband. So it's a bit of a soap opera. In the sequel series, more about that in a bit, there's Harris Connor Healy, Emmy Kenny, Darlene's older child, Mark Connor Healy, Ames McNamara, Darlene's younger child, Gina Williams Connor, Maya Lynn Robinson, DJ's wife, both were in the military, and Mary Connor, Jaden Ray, DJ and Gina's daughter. Now, we covered Martin Mull in episode 119 for Domestic Life, Ned Beatty in episode 85 for Sisnik, and we'll get to Johnny Galecki for his starring sitcom role. Roseanne Barr Pentland Arnold Thomas grew up as a Jew in Utah, spending part of her time with the Mormons. A car injury at age 16 created a traumatic brain injury, and she was briefly institutionalized. She had a baby a year later, which was put up for adoption. Barr got involved in stand-up comedy and became a hit with gigs on Carson's Tonight Show. An HBO special led to an offer to play Peg on Married with Children, but she turned it down. Her stand-up centered around her being a domestic goddess, which resulted in the Roseanne series. She would win an Emmy and Golden Globe for the role. She also became the second-highest-paid woman in showbiz, $40 million a year, just behind Oprah. There were films, She-Devil, Look Who's Talking To, eponymous talk, cooking, and reality shows, and a voice run on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Barr returned to stand-up in the 2000s, and then after multiple false starts, a Roseanne sequel kicked off in 2017. After Barr posted racist tweets, she was released from the series, which became The Connors. Again, we'll talk about that in a minute. Barr has been married three times, 1974-90, to 90, motel clerk Bill Pentland, where they had three kids, 1990-94, comedian Tom Arnold, who basically owes his career to her, and then 1995-2002, to 2002, Barr's security guard, Ben Thomas. She's had various controversies, purposely singing the star-spangled banner poorly at a Major League Baseball game, posing as Hitler for a satirical magazine, tweeting the home address of the shooter of Trayvon Martin, claiming that George Soros helped the Nazis round up Jews, and the racist tweet that essentially canceled her career. At one point, she ran for the nomination of the Green Party for president, and yet later supported our previous president. John Goodman played football in high school and got a scholarship to Missouri State, where he discovered drama. An injury ended his athletic career, so he moved to New York City, getting voiceover and commercial work. If you're old enough to remember Skin Bracer Aftershave, he says, Thanks, I needed that. He got on the stage, appearing in Broadway's Big River with a Tony nomination. He would return decades later for The Front Page. There were films, The Survivors, Chud, True Stories, The Big Easy, Raising Arizona, Punchline, and then came Roseanne. With one slight exception, he's been on all the permutations of the series. He was nominated seven times for an Emmy. Out of ten in his career, he won for a guest role, as well as five Golden Globe nominations, winning one for Roseanne. There were more films during the initial show's run, Sea of Love, Arachnophobia, King Ralph, Barton Fink, The Babe, Born Yesterday, The Flintstones, and post-series The Big Lebowski, O Brother Where Art Thou, Coyote Ugly, Beyond the Sea, Red State, Argo winning a SAG Award, The Monuments Men, with voice work on The Simpsons, Futurama, The Emperor's New Groove, Pigs Next Door, Monsters, Inc., Jungle Book 2, Father of the Pride, Cars, The Princess and the Frog, Ratchet and Clank, and The Freak Brothers, 
He returned to TV in Normal Ohio, The West Wing, Center of the Universe, Treme, Damages, Community, Dancing on the Edge, Alpha House, Black Earth Rising, and The Righteous Gemstones. Goodman has fought with alcoholism and weight issues throughout his life. Lisey Gorenson got the start of Becky on Roseanne in her second audition ever. She would leave the series in season five to attend Vassar, and her role was temporarily written out. Becky and Mark eloped. Later, Sarah Chalk took over the role, and we'll see that in the next entry. Gorenson went on to roles in How to Make an American Quilt and Boys Don't Cry, along with some guest spots, before returning for the Roseanne sequels. Sarah Chalk was a child actress doing musical theater and a Canadian kids show. She got the Roseanne role when Lisey Gorenson left the series, and at various points, both actresses played the role. In fact, an episode included a parody of The Patty Duke Show with William Shallert in a cameo. She returned to Canada for Nothing Too Good for a Cowboy and U.S. series The Boo prior to her next big role as Dr. Elliot Reed on Scrubs, which lasted for nine seasons. There were a number of shows after that, Mad Love, Cougar Town, How to Live with Your Parents for the Rest of Your Life, How I Met Your Mother, Backstrom, Friends from College, Speechless, Firefly Lane, with voice work on Milo Murphy's Law, Paradise PD, Dogs in Space, Rick and Morty, along with films Cake, Chaos Theory, Mother's Day, and The Wrong Missy. Chalk would return for the Roseanne sequel, but playing a different role. Sarah Gilbert's maternal grandfather co-created The Honeymooners, and two of her half-siblings, Melissa and Jonathan Gilbert, were stars of Little House on the Prairie. Sarah got commercial work and some TV movies, and then came Roseanne. She got two Emmy noms for the role of Darlene, and producers allowed her to shoot remote segments while she attended Yale. She also wrote an episode of the series. Ironically, she was almost passed over for the role for not being cute enough. Dilbert went on to acting gigs in films High Fidelity, Poison Ivy, and Riding in Cars with Boys, along with TV shows... Welcome to New York, 24, Twins, The Class, ER, Hawthorne, Bad Teacher, Living Biblically, Atypical, and as Wesley Winkle on The Big Bang Theory. Her regular role was wound down as other females were added to the cast. She co-created and hosted CBS's The Talk from 2010 to 2019, winning a daytime Emmy. She also wrote a TV documentary called Dogs with Jobs. Gilbert was a driving force behind the Roseanne sequel, leading it through Barr's firing into the Connors while also co-starring. Michael Fishman had no acting experience when he got the role of DJ on Roseanne. Non-Roseanne-related acting gigs are few, and he switched to working behind the camera. He co-hosted, wrote, and produced Roseanne's talk show and created Fish's Call Sheet, a TV series about the entertainment industry. Lori Metcalf got into theater in college, and she and a few others at Illinois State, John Malkovich, Glenn Headley, Joan Allen, and Gary Sinise, went on to create the Steppenwolf Theater Company. Metcalf went on to Off-Broadway, Balm in Gilead, winning Theater World and Obie Awards, A Lie of the Mind, another Obie, The Other Place, a third Obie, and Tony Nam, and then Broadway, November, Tony Nam, Misery, Tony Nam, A Doll's House, Part 2, Tony Wynn, Three Tall Women, Tony Wynn, and Hillary and Clinton, Tony Nam. Metcalf's first TV role was on SNL as a cast member for a single episode during the crazy 80-81 season. Roseanne would come several years later, where she would win three consecutive Emmys. 
Apart from Roseanne, she spent most of the 80s and 90s doing films, Desperately Seeking Susan, Making Mr. Right, Uncle Buck, Internal Affairs, Pacific Heights, JFK, A Dangerous Woman, Leaving Las Vegas, Scream 2, Bullworth, returning to TV in the 2000s, God, The Devil and Bob, Norm, Charlie Lawrence, Desperate Housewives, Easy Money, The McCarthys, Getting On, Q-Force, Doing Voice Work, and The Dropout, and then returned to do the Roseanne sequels. She also played Mary Cooper, Sheldon's mother, on The Big Bang Theory. Her real-life daughter, Zoe Perry, plays her on Young Sheldon. In 2017, her role in Lady Bird earned her an Oscar nomination. Natalie West was doing regional theater when she won the role of Crystal on Roseanne. She went on to do independent films, more regional theater, and then returned for the Roseanne sequels. Sandra Bernhardt got her start in stand-up, which led to a recurring shot on the NBC Letterman Late Night Show and the film The King of Comedy, where she won the National Film Critics Award. More TV guest spots and the film Hudson Hawk followed. In 1988, she and Madonna appeared in a Letterman episode, which got fairly racy. Bernhardt and Madonna were reportedly lovers. Bernhardt got her Roseanne role in season four, playing one of the first openly bisexual characters on American TV. She would go on to runs on Hercules, voice work, The L Word, Switched at Birth, Two Broke Girls, Pose, and the first Roseanne sequel. Estelle Parsons was planning to go into law, but wound up singing with a band and acting. She worked on the early Today Show as a writer, producer, and commentator. Parsons made it to Off-Broadway, Whisper Into My Good Ear slash Mrs. Daly Has a Lover, winning a Theater World Award, Next Time I'll Sing to You, winning an Obie, and Mrs. Margarita's Way, winning a Drama Desk Award and a Tony nomination. Moving on to Broadway, Three Penny Opera, Happy Hunting, Ready When You Are, CB, The Seven Descents of Myrtle, Tony nomination, The Norman Conquest, The Pirates of Penzance, Romeo and Juliet, As You Like It, Mornings at Seven, another Tony nom, August Osage County, Nice Work If You Can Get It, and The Velocity of Autumn, another Tony nom. There were films, Bonnie and Clyde, winning an Oscar, Rachel Rachel, Oscar nomination, Don't Drink the Water, I Walk the Line, I Never Sang for My Father, Dick Tracy, and TV, The Doctors and the Nurses, Backstage at the White House, and Roseanne, along with the sequels. Michael O'Keefe attended the American Academy of Dramatic Arts and then went back and forth between the stage, 5th of July, Mass Appeal, Theater World Winner, and Sidemen, Films, Grey Lady Down, The Great Santini with an Oscar nom, Caddyshack, The Slugger's Wife, Ghost of Mississippi, Michael Clayton, Atlas Shrugged, and TV, Against the Law, Life's Work, King and Maxwell, Homeland, Law and Order SVU, Masters of Sex, Sneaky Pete, and City on a Hill, but did not return for the Roseanne sequels. Glenn Quinn was born in Ireland, but he and his siblings moved to the U.S. in 1988. After some commercial and music video appearances, almost getting a lead role on Beverly Hills 90210 and a few minor films, Quinn got the recurring role of Mark on Roseanne, which became a regular one. He then got the role of Alan on the Buffy spinoff Angel. Unfortunately, he struggled with substance abuse and overdosed in 2002 at the age of 32. Emmy Kenny was a filmmaker at age nine and played Debbie on Shameless throughout its run. She then got the role of Harris Connor Healy on the Roseanne sequels. 
Maya Lynn Robinson got her start in regional theater and went on to regular or recurring roles on H.T. Mast and Girl prior to getting the role of Gina, DJ's wife, on the Roseanne sequels. She's also been a regular on The Unicorn and Grand Crew. Roseanne was an enormous hit for ABC in the top 10 for seven seasons and only straying from the top 30 for its last initial season, hitting 3.3 on the Bazinga scale. There's an enormous recurring cast, including a young George Clooney as Jackie's love interest and foreman at Wellman Plastics, Shelley Winters as Roseanne's grandmother, Tom Arnold as Dan's buddy who marries Nancy before she comes out and who was married to Roseanne at that point, Morgan Fairchild as Nancy's later girlfriend, Joseph Gordon-Levitt as DJ's buddy, Juliette Lewis as a rival for David's affections, Matthew Broderick as Jackie's love interest in the sequel, the series kicked off multiple major careers behind the camera. Chuck Lorre, who would later cast Galicki, Gilbert, and Metcalf on The Big Bang Theory. Danny Jacobson, who went on to create Mad About You. Amy Sherman Palladino, who went on to Gilmore Girls and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Brad Isaacs of News Radio and King of the Hill. Matt Berry of Desperate Housewives. And Joss Whedon of Buffy and Superhero Films. During the show's run, Roseanne went through multiple jobs line worker at a plastics company, waitress, co-owner of a motorcycle repair shop with Dan, and co-owner of a diner. There's pregnancies, marriages, breakups, arrests, bankruptcies, arrivals, and departures throughout. The series created the Halloween episode that has now become a staple of sitcoms. As cast members became huge stars, John Goodman in particular, storylines allowed them to take time off from the show. Also, the show kept adjusting to handle Roseanne's real-life drama. In Season 9, the Connors win the $108 million state lottery, and the show becomes more of a fantasy. By the end of that season, it's revealed that the entire series to that point is a story written by Roseanne's character to deal with reality. There was no lottery win, and Dan, who had a heart attack at the end of Season 8, did not survive it. The series won four Emmys out of 27 nominations, three Golden Globes out of 14 nominations, two SAG nominations, and a Peabody. By the end of season nine, negotiations were underway with the network and producers. Roseanne's character was to go off on her own in a spinoff, but it never materialized. Rumors and plans swirled for decades about a new series, but it took until 2018 to get ABC to bite. A short season 10 was rolled out, which was the number three series that year with a 1.8 on the Bazinga scale, almost the same rating as season nine a generation earlier when it was number 35. Speaking of season nine, it was basically retconned away. No lottery. Dan is still alive. Darlene, now divorced with two kids, moves back into the house. Becky, struggling financially after Mark's death, agrees to act as surrogate mother for a rich woman played by Sarah Chalk. DJ is back from a tour in the Army with a daughter. His wife is still on duty. Things were running smoothly. Then came Barr's Twitter comments, which led to her getting kicked off her own show and losing production rights. The original series disappeared from streaming and Diginet laugh, and cast members threatened to quit. The show was then renamed The Connors and continued production into a new season, with Darlene's character moving into the center slot. Roseanne's character dies off-screen after knee surgery, which turns into an opioid addiction storyline. Darlene helps run the house while juggling work and two boyfriends, Ben, J.R. Ferguson, and David, the father of her kids. 
Mark, Darlene's son, struggles with gender issues. Dan eventually dates, then marries Louise, Katie Seagal, a former high school classmate. The show has had a galaxy of guest stars, Mary Steenburgen, Cheryl Hines, Clark Gregg, Jason Alexander, Joe Walsh. Ratings have not moved it into the top 30, but it's been good enough for ABC to continue into a fifth season this fall. We covered Katie Seagal in episode 143 for Married with Children. J.R. Ferguson already had a long TV run prior to the Connors. The Outsiders TV series, Evening Shade, Playing Taylor, Glory Days, Judging Amy, Surface, Sleeper Cell, Easy Money, Mad Men, The Real O'Neills, Living Biblically, Briar Patch. You can find Roseanne on Peacock. Not sure why this isn't on Hulu, which Disney partly owns, but okay. And that's where I watched an episode from the middle of the original run, one of the Halloween episodes. The bluesy, raunchy theme song is iconic, with a tracking shot of the cast around the kitchen table. Rosanna's depressed about Becky not being home for the holiday. Jackie and Dan try to scare her, but fail. Darlene's costume is from Hitchcock's The Birds, while DJ is Hannibal Lecter. Dan and Jackie are Marie Antoinette post-beheading. It turns into a dream sequence parodying a Christmas carol. Roseanne finally shows up at the party as the Statue of Liberty. I was never a fan of the series, but the writing is excellent. More of 1988 sitcoms in our next episode. Announcer Bot, how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe via your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Follow us on Twitter at sfppn. Check out Instagram at sfpodnetwork. Call us at 614-321-9737. That's 614-321-9SFP. Back to you, Mark. Well, I'm filing this episode in the archive. Tune in next time.